Have you struggled with self-confidence? Being over 50, I've had countless moments of self-doubt from questioning my career choices to going through a divorce and trying to navigate the dating world as a single mom. Sometimes it feels like the doubts just keep piling up, but I know I'm not alone in this struggle. I am your host, Kelly Buckley, and I'm thrilled to be sharing the Beautifully Confident show, where we'll explore ways to grow our confidence inside and out. We'll hear from experts who have been through it all and learn practical tips for embracing our strengths and feeling more self-assured. I'm excited to embark on this journey of self-discovery and growth, and I hope you'll join me in overcoming our doubts and fears and become beautifully confident together. Hi, and welcome to the Beautifully Confident Show. I'm your host, Kelly Buckley. Ah, And on our show, we share the powerful connection between beauty and confidence. And we hear from incredible experts of how they overcame challenges. And I am so excited to introduce our guest today, Because just getting to know her, I feel like she has a story that so many women share and is going to be so impactful to how we can start to move past that that barrier in our confidence and figure out our next steps. She's going to have some tips for you. Welcome, Sabrina. Hello. Thank you so much for having me, Kelly. Absolutely. I am excited for what you are going to share with our listeners Uh, So we, let me introduce Sabrina, um, and she's going to share a little bit about how her confidence was shaken and some tips of what she did to move past that and what she's doing right now in the world to help other women move past that. And then, of course, our last question of what it means to be beautifully confident to her. So you're going to get to hear all of that today. Oh, so... From a struggling single mom to escaping a 13-year, 13 years, oh my gosh, narcissistic abusive relationship, Sabrina's tenacity and optimistic spirit has inspired fans worldwide and helped endless amounts of people break through and discover their own untapped talents and immense potential. Now creator and CEO of Human Better 365, a human transformation company, creator of Sober Society, Her Nation Communities, and host of Her Talk Show, Sabrina, is dedicated to giving people the tools they need to rise and human better, human better. You're going to have to explain that a little bit. (laughs) Um, She's a speaker, entrepreneur, and author. And you can find her, actually, her website is how you can find her for everything. So that's going to be in the show notes, and she's going to talk about some of those areas. So, oh my goodness. Welcome, welcome, Sabrina. Thank you. Yeah, so I use human as a verb. I believe that uh, too human is um, next level. I, I just, I don't feel as if a lot of people are taking advantage of being human. And so when I talk about humaning better, uh, I use it as a verb because I think that it's something that we're constantly improving on and constantly evolving on. And so many times we get stuck in this. I did all the schooling and I'm done. Hmm. And then they jump into relationships and it's a mess. They jump into parenting. It's a mess. They jump into eating all the foods, not concentrating on all the things. And then their health is a mess. And so I really do believe that in order to to be an elevated human, like what it means to be a human is um, 
is elevated like above everything else. And to step into that is important to make sure that we're continuing to educate ourselves in all the areas. Uh, that uh, That is an, an amazing concept. I love it. Thank you. So we'll talk a little bit more about that because you touched on a few things that I think are important for our listeners to hear about. Um, but first, because I always want our listeners to hear my guest stories to know they're not alone in the world. So tell us in your words um, a little bit about your journey and how you got to where you are right now. And then we'll get into maybe one point, one spot that was really, really shook your confidence. Yeah. So I was raised as a Jehovah's Witness, which for those that may not know, that's a stricter religion. And uh, I got pregnant at the age of 20 and I didn't have a husband. So because there was no husband, my pregnancy was considered a sin. Mm -hmm. And I was what's called disfellowshipped, which means the entire congregation, including my entire family, uh, cut me off. Now, this I do want to notate here. This is not like, oh, what? I, you know the rules as you're growing up. Like, you know that if you do the sin, there's a consequence, right? So, yes. And, you know, it's it wasn't, I can't be like too thrown back by the whole thing. Um, there is obviously a slew of other things that I do talk about all the time as far as like, we don't talk about pregnancy. We don't talk about contraceptives. We don't talk about, you know, condoms and all of that stuff to be able to do preventative when your child starts reaching an age of like, hello, and you're still not married, there should be conversations around that. But that's a whole other subject. It uh, is. <laughs> anyway, I got, I got thrown out into this world and I was all by myself. I led a serious, typical single mom, just broke life. And when I say broke, I mean like digging in the couch cushions for 25 cents to put gas in the car because my bank account was always negative. Um, Eviction notices on my apartment door, car getting reported out of the parking lot, real suicidal thoughts, and also thoughts of wanting to hurt my baby, right? Dealing with postpartum, but not knowing it's postpartum. So then just feeling like a psycho mother, like I shouldn't even be in charge of these things because of the things that are going on in my head, but having no one to turn to. So when, you're, when you are raised as a Jehovah's Witness and you do a sin, um, you're completely isolated. And the reason you're completely isolated is because you can't talk to the people within the religion because you're disfellowshipped. But you also can't talk to people outside the religion, which is what they call worldly people, because mm. if you're seen talking to worldly people, then you're obviously continuing to do worldly things. Therefore, you're not wanting to get right with God. So you are completely isolated. You can't talk to people in and you can't talk to people out. So the only person you have is you and God. Okay. So I'm praying to God. I'm like doing all the things. I'm like, okay, I can do this. And I'm praying to God for help, for support, for to see the right path, to focus, journey. And one of the things I was praying for was financial support. I met a man who had money. So I thought mm -hmm. he was given to me by God because that's what I had been praying for. Not like, let me meet a rich man. Just like, help me financially. Like, yeah. please, I am drowning with this baby eating beans and rice and hot dogs. Like, that's it. 
you know? Oh my gosh. And so I meet this man with money. And when I say money, it's like, you know, a hundred grand or so he's making a year. It's not like he's a millionaire. <laughs> but I was like, you know, he had a con, he had a nice little townhouse. He had a nice little car. So I fell into this relationship, had red flags all over it, Kelly, like red flags just stapled all over the front of his body, not even like folded up and like stuck in his pocket, like a secret red flag. It was so obvious from like date two. And so I ignored everything. I fell for all the tricks, just naive, desperate, you know, just so wanting help dark spot. And so um, he convinced me to move in with him because I couldn't afford my place anyways. He convinced me to quit my job because it sucked anyways and work for him. So mm-hmm. he gave me $250 a week to work 14 to 16 hour days, seven days a week and Thanks. still broke, obviously. Right. I'm making a thousand dollars a month. I'm still paying for my car, daycare, you know, food, groceries, I'm still paying for things, right? The only thing he's paying for is my housing. And so I'm still broke. So eventually I can't pay for my car. I can't pay for my phone. I can't, I'm like going negative. And instead of saying, let me give you more money, he says, well, let me take over your phone. Let me take over your car. Put everything in my name. Sabrina, like, I want to grab you at this point and say, he's dropping you right. Oh, my gosh. And I had no idea because they're presented as gifts. Yeah. Let me help you. Let me do this for you. I got you. So I'm over here. I can feel it. Like, when I look back, I could feel it. But again, just like drowning. And so eight years in, I turn around. I have no money in my account, right? Just a continuous, just barely making it. But I have a house, right? Like taken care of. Um, Mental, emotional, sexual, and financial abuse times 10. Just, it got worse and worse and worse and worse as the years went on. The more control he gained, the worse the abuse got. And I didn't know it was abuse though, because he never hit me. He would throw things. He would punch things. He would yell at me for hours, hours, Kelly. Like we get into argument at 10 at night and he would be screaming at me until 4.30 in the morning. Like I'm on the floor crying, like bawling. And he's just repeat, 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 like a murder investigation, like 10 times worse. Like it was insane. So anyways, one day I'm having a total mental breakdown, which I had a lot, but like crying, screaming by myself in the bathroom, in the dark, like on the floor. I'll never forget it. And I pulled out my phone and I Googled, why is my boyfriend bullying me? He's just so mean to me. I didn't know about abuse. I didn't know that this was what this was. I was just like, he's so mean. He's just a bully. And the entire world of narcissism, the entire world of codependency, empathy, personal development just hit me right in the face. And literally within two minutes did a complete mind shift right then and there. I was like, I stood up or not stood up, but like sat up and I started reading. Like, this is my life. This is exactly what I've been going through. I had no idea. 
I don't know what I don't know, right? Yeah. You don't know what you don't know. So I um, made an action plan right away. I just jumped. I started gaining my power back. I opened a secret bank account within a few weeks. I started three online secret businesses over the course of time. And it took me a few years. I collected $50,000 secretly under the radar. Hmm. And then I just ran away one day. I left five houses paid in full, 12 cars paid in full, zero debt. We were making a million a year at that point. I was my blood, sweat, and tears. And I left with my son, my clothes, and my bicycle. Oh my gosh, a bicycle. That's all I took. And I started all over again with the mattress on the floor. And I've been building businesses ever since. I've been making my money ever since. And everything that I do is now dedicated to the three things I didn't have during so much of my life, which is community. I was just dropped. Education. Educating people on things that they don't know that they don't know. And then network. It took me a long time to make that 50 grand. And the reason it took me so long is because I was isolated. I had no network. I had no one to pull from. Nobody asked questions to. Nobody to be able to bounce things off of. I'm literally just fumbling all over myself, just trying to collect money like a little squirrel. So those are the three things that I'm constantly just, where is your community? How are you educating yourself? And where is your network? Continuing to work on those three things in order to build yourself up, not only as a human, but also, you know, for those that are um, working, for those in business, for those that are trying to better themselves in their corporation, within their company. So, so important. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Sabrina, what a story. Oh, a couple of things I pulled out. So, because I feel like it's so important for women to realize sometimes we keep ourselves where we are because of our 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 lack of confidence and realizing we can move past that. So your first one that you mentioned was just all that crushing sin on you and that truly if we had enough confidence at those ages we would just say I'm pregnant and I'm having a baby and it's okay. I'm going to I'm going to move. Yeah. Um but you know we just we take those beliefs that we grow up with and just like hang on to them like chains. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then just the the not even realizing like this guy is leading me to a a jail um that you know sometimes we keep ourselves so desperate to this, oh, this is going to help me. This is the next step and not even realizing. Um, but, you know, how amazing for you to to realize and just step out and then realize what those important things are um, that we need. Because I wish I would have met you. You know, I think I'm probably quite a bit older than you. But <laughs> um, when I started my business, when I was, I was 23, I bought a salon. Um, I didn't know that... I needed to like, I didn't know there was a term for forming networks and, and, you know, making that community. My community was, would you like me to do your hair? We'll be a community. I'm doing your hair. <laughs> um, but I found over the years, it is so important and it is important to keep assessing and looking at who's in our network. Are these people that, you know, are, are positive? Who are they? And, and how can we serve them? Yeah. So I love that you know, you had the the insight to start to to put those things in place. 
Um, so, wow, those were quite a few different areas of your, your shaken confidence. Um, so I do have one more question because I'm, I'm, I always ask curious questions. You said you secretly started three different businesses. What were they? So the very first one that I did was eBay. I opened a store called Sales Fly. And uh, the very first, it's actually funny, the very first product I sold. And I love telling this story because my money story to get that 50 grand, I do want to notate here since we're talking about it. It, was, it isn't just like, I got 50 grand. It was not like that. It was like all over. I lost my money two times. Mm. Thousands of dollars lost. I had to start all over again. I mean, the story is insane. But anyways, definitely a story of never give up. Yeah. Perseverance. Okay. Because I needed to leave. And I, dude. But anyways, when I started my eBay store, the first thing, right? Because I, I have to be secret. I can't be like all out about this. The easiest thing to take pictures of was my son's toys. My son was growing up and I had kept some of his stuff as we all do, because we think we're having more children. We might have more children. We're going to like give it to our, give it to their kids, whatever yeah. it is. So the easiest thing that I could just quickly stack some pictures of was books, right? You just snap a picture of the front, back, mm. flip it open, three pictures each, real easy. And like, I could, could do a few a day and it wasn't like this whole thing. So the very, fr I had 50, 60, 70 books. I was like, my goal was like five a day, 10 a day, whatever to post. And then they started to sell. The very first book I sold was how to give a mouse a cookie. Hmm. We had that book. <laughs> I was so excited. It went for like $2 and 14 cents. Okay. And you remember that $2 and 14 cents. <laughs> yes. And so I was so excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just made, it was a huge deal for me. Because I was not making money. Like, like yes, the two fifty, but it really wasn't. It would go as far as, because I had to buy all the groceries. I had to buy all the, he made sure that I stayed poor. So this was like my $2, like secret. Yeah. And so went to the post office, right? Wrapping. I don't have anything. I don't even know what I'm doing. Like get, to send the book was like $4. Oh my gosh. So I lost two bucks. So I went from like, oh my God, what? Like I opened up my phone. I'm like, my heart's going a million hours. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to fucking do this. And then I go to the post office literally like 30 minutes later and just defeat. Just like, this is not going to work. But then, right, educating yourself on things you don't know, you don't know. So I watched you know, five YouTube videos, how to do packaging, how to price it appropriately. So they pay for packaging and I don't pay for packaging and then switched everything. And then actually started to make money, you know, raised some of the book prices, like a dollar, you know, um, got the packaging in bulk on Amazon. I learned that, you know, buy a bulk from Amazon to so get a bunch. And so, um, eBay was my first one. Uh, the second one was a online, um, an online, I guess you could say coaching, but not really for health and fitness. So I was a vegan at that time. I am no longer, um, but shakes, recipes, uh, dinner recipes and yoga esque type things. Um, I was selling like little packages for $30 or $45. And 
I think I was going through like PayPal or something, which PayPal was taking so much of my money again, just didn't know. Um, but again, making a little bit of money. Then the third thing I did is started flipping um, thrift store and garbage on OfferUp. So not big things, right? Because I'm living with him. But like smaller things that I would see, We I live right now still in Boca, but we lived in Boca Raton. And it's very posh here. People just throw things out. They don't like, hmm. they just throw things out. Definitely. So, you know, I would just find like little things and either thrifting or this, and I'd flip them on offer up. Uh, Plato's Closet would have, you know, 75% off anything you can put in this bag. And I'd go and get all name brand stuff. So stuff that I got for like $5 on, at uh, Plato's Closet. I would then flip for $15, $25, $30 name brand on eBay or offer up. So um, yeah, three locations. And that's what got me my 50 grand was those three things. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, thank you for that. <laughs> oh my. So you also talked about um, that education and educating ourselves on things that we don't know. So can you give our listeners um, a couple tips on how do you start that? So I'm somebody who I don't really read. I read, I read fiction. I, you know, just for fun, if I even allow myself time to do that. Um, so what would you tell me if that was the case? And, and I'm saying, but I'm stuck and I, I want to move ahead. I feel like I want to get out of this situation I'm in. Bad job, bad relationship, whatever it is. Like, how? what's my next step? Yeah. First, no pressure. Take all the pressure off. Everything's okay. Second, there should always be something in your ear that's telling you that you're better than or you're worthy. So I always joke that women didn't save me for my situation. White old men saved me. And the reason why old men saved me is because I started, when I did that first Google search, which it sounds silly maybe to some people, but it was like, I had never researched my own problem. I think that's like a thing now, like you just like put in, why do I keep getting headaches? And then like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, whatever. Like, you, but that wasn't like a thing back then. It was, I right. was like Googling like personal issues ever. <clears throat> So once I realized that and this whole, I was, I just started Googling everything. So one of the things that I would Google is motivational speakers, inspirational stories mm -hmm. and Google, right? Google would just give me hundreds of white old men. Just wow. Osteen, Tony Robbins, you know, Les Brown, who's not white, uh, but just all these old men telling me that I'm worthy, that I can do anything that I could put anything I put my mind to, that I can do it, that things are possible. And mm -hmm. I believe, and because I believed them, it started to create confidence in myself. I started to take risks. I started, I opened up a secret bank account. You know, I started pushing myself in my businesses. I, I started being creative. Like, what else can I do? How can I create more money? I started to be, I took on the, the characteristics of like a little squirrel, just collecting money. That's what I do. Just everywhere I go, just like there's money everywhere. There's money in the garbage. There's money in the dumpsters. I would dumpster dive. Like there's, li there's little things everywhere. That was my mindset. You know, everyone has their own thing. 
But um, those podcasts, those YouTube videos that I could have in my ear while I was cleaning, while I was driving, while I was exercising, were the first step, was like the catalyst, was like the foundation. The second thing, and somebody just said this to me recently, they said, you can learn all of the things. You can learn all of the things. But if you don't implement what you're learning, it's like it never even happened. Oh my gosh, Sabrina, so important. So I started to implement. I didn't want to be, and I knew that, right? Because when you listen to that stuff, they tell you that. They're like, you've got to take action. And I took action. There was this story that Les Brown told that I really resonated early on. He, um, he was in an auditorium. He tells a story about how when he was a child, he was like in an auditorium with a speaker. And the speaker gave this beautiful speech. And the speaker said, listen, out of all you hundreds of kids, only one of you is going to take my advice and become successful. Mm. And Les Brown says he went up to that man afterwards and he said, I'm the one person. Mm. And that resonated with me. Mm. I was like, I want to be that one person. Yeah. And it's yeah. still, you can see, it still resonates with me. And it's the, um, against all odds, right? He had a stutter. He could barely speak. His education was so low, he couldn't comprehend. And he has been and is one of the most inspirational speakers and speaks brilliantly yeah. to yeah. thousands, tens of thousands of people in an audience. And those are the stories, you know, those are the stories. Yeah. Link on to those stories, believe those stories and take action. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to hand you a tissue. <laughs> Aww. I know I, when we have these conversations, I'm on our shows. I just think, oh my gosh, like it just, it like brings up so much emotion again. Cause it's, I think some of these things were Maybe not thinking about every single day of our lives, they may come back. But then when we start sharing them with people and knowing someone else is going to hear this and think, I am that one person today. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Sabrina. Thank you for sharing all of that. So you also shared um, about community and and networks. So take us through that and and what you're doing now to to help build that because I really think it's something that, especially as we're young, we just start doing all the things because we need to take care of our kids. We need to get to our job. You know, we're flying by the seat of our pants and we're like, I'll do that when I have time. And it's so, I think, just discounted. We all have the same amount of time you decide where you're going to put that time and what's important to you to build your future. Um, so I really do wish someone would have told me at a younger age, your relationships are more important. Because I know for me, my relationships was the first thing I realized that they were suffering because my business was successful. And that's where I was putting my time in. Um, and it's such a trade-off that doesn't need to happen. Um, so share with us, Sabrina, what what you're doing now and, and how, you know, 
you can you can help and and what you encourage women to do to build those areas as well. Yeah, definitely. Community. This is the thing. When I say community, a lot of people automatically just go to like people. They're like, I have my friends, or they're like, I don't have time for my friends. Right. right. Like things that are more important. And this is what I want your listeners to sit on for a moment. If your if your community is spent with individuals who are not bettering you, right? Like for women, it's like you sit around and talk shit about your husbands, yeah. right? If that's where your mind goes when you think of community or like, you know, Tuesday, what is that? What's the drinking thing? Like the hour, the early hour. Oh, happy hour. Happy hour, right? Yeah. You're like, oh, I get together with my coworkers and we talk shit about the boss and complain about our job and we drink. That's my community. Yes, good on you, right? Not being here, being like, don't do that. But if there's a situation in which you're not getting positive community that's uplifting you, leveling you up, or you're like, I'm not doing any of that because that's the way that you view community. You're like, I'm pivoting in my life and I'm going forward and I don't want the negativity anymore, right? There's two ways that you could take this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to challenge you to think of a third way. So instead of not doing it at all, or doing it and it not being a benefit, what about a situation where you are linking up with individuals who are bettering themselves, right? Who are working out every single day and getting their beach body, who are taking classes on how to be in a loving relationship that is full of great sex. Or like my community, I run a mastermind community, women who are working together to leverage their resources to build their business, right? Individuals who are looking to level up as a human and do things differently outside the norm, right? Not everyone thinks like this, right? People who are interested in personal development, people who are interested in taking classes, people who are interested in bettering themselves. I challenge you, your listeners, to think, hmm, who do I know? What's a handful of people that I know that would take a personal development class with me? That that is a community that would benefit you. That is a community that would help you rise as a human. That is a community that would help in all areas of your life, right? When you start bettering your finances, your health gets better and and, and, um, then you can invest in therapy for your relationship, right? Your relationships gets better. And then you, you know, it's like it all kind of cycles together. But yeah. if you're not working on anything and you're just doing the run of the mill, the same thing over and over again and not inter, not allowing your brain to take in any new information on how to do it differently or how to do it better, you're just doing the same thing over and over and over and over. And over. You're just got the same problems. They're going to snowball. They're going to get worse. Yeah. You're just going to keep running on that hamster wheel. Yeah. So community isn't like, let's hang out and have a party. Yeah, sure. And when I'm talking about community, I'm talking about surrounding yourself with individuals who are stepping up. That's the community that I'm interested in dealing with and spending time with and going to dinner with, you know, running masterminds together. How can we better ourselves? And how can we better our community? How can we better humankind? as a whole. 
you know, those are the conversations that I want to be having. Yeah. Um, and then, and so I feel like that sort of ties right into our network. So do you view them as separate entities um, or do you kind of wrap them up into one community and network? Yeah. So networking to me is like, I got a guy. The reason it's so heavy on me is because I don't think females know how to do this like men do. Like you talk to most men, not all men, but most men. You're like, hey, I need help. Uh, my car. They're like, I got a guy. Right. You can yeah. call up Billy and be like, yo, my freaking air conditioner broke. He's like, I got a guy. Right. I don't feel as if females work that same network together, right? If you want to get your nails done, you kind of just go a place. Maybe a thing is dropped, right? It might be like a name is dropped during lunch or something. You're like, oh, I'll check that out, right? That's also networking. But I don't think be like females, I don't think call each other. And they're like, hey, who do you use to get your nails done, right? Who do you use to, to get a, a back massage, you know, it's just kind of like you might hear from your mom. You might, it's not like a incentive. It's not like a thing that you do um, as much. And so I think we need to level that up. I think there needs to be some leveling up with the networking and learning to refer people that we know in our community. You know, like we should be going out being like, hey, I get my nails done here. You should do it too. Hey, I have get my hair done here. You should be doing too. This should be posts that we're talking yeah. about, you know, as far as like, just got my hair done by so-and-so you should, this is the networking. This is how we help individuals who are good at what they do rise, you know, yeah. and that's what we want to do. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my goodness. Travel, you know, versus just over coffee being like, oh, I like your nails. where do you get them done? You know? taking it to the next level. How can we be a greater network? How can we be a greater connector where we are connecting people to the people that we care about? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Just being more active and intentional about who do we care about and who can I connect you with? Intentional, I think is a great word. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Oh my goodness, Sabrina. So many, so many great nuggets. Thank you. Um, so can you share with our listeners where they can find you and what you have going on? What what do you want your our listeners to be part of? Yeah. So my main website, easiest is just my name, sabrinavictoria.com has all my social media there and also all of the things that I run. Uh, the biggest initiative that I have in my life right now is Her Nation. It's an all-female community based on four different areas of life, health, relationships, prosperity, and joy. We have a plethora of businesswomen and coaches and teachers that are fully supporting each other with women supporting women, right? So you stand up as a champion in the area of which you know, right? Might be EFT tapping, you know, to be able to calm your nerves, mm -hmm. okay? But that individual might need help with, you know, menstruation cramps, right? So another woman can then stand in her power and teach you. So it's, you know, we cover business, we cover branding, website design, we cover health, relationships, communication, 
joy, all of the things that encompass being a human. And we're trading, we're leveraging each other's resources to continue to step up. It's a beautiful community. It's a teacher-student concept. I've never seen anything like it. Just came to me one day. I, and it started with literally this. The tagline was, I'm just curious if we can do this. I don't even know, right? Hmm. And now, two and a half years later, it's a fully functioning group that is... Um, all four, all four helping each other. I love that. And I love that tagline um, because it does, it makes me think of my transition from old networking um, and community to new. And the new idea is more, I'm curious about what you do. It doesn't mean I'm going to straight up buy what you do, but I want to know what you do. So that if you're, if there's somebody in my life that I think you could really help this person, I can refer you. It doesn't mean every time we talk to somebody, it's a yes or a no. It's yeah. a, let's find out what each other does and see how we can serve each other, whether it's today, tomorrow, or 10 years from now. Exactly. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, and listeners, if you are driving, listening to this, all of that information will be in the show notes um, so you can connect with Sabrina and find out all about her nation and, and all about all the nuggets that she shared with you. Um, and Sabrina, our last question, what does it mean to be beautifully confident to you? I think one of the most powerful, powerful actions that I continue to take on a daily basis is making sure that I'm always stepping into courage, courageous acts. So always kind of stepping into something that just scares me just a little bit. And I found that as I continue to make scary sales calls, you know, have uncomfortable conversations, push myself a little bit harder working out, you know, try a new recipe where I'm like, they say it's healthy, so it must taste gross, right? Constantly <laughs> trying new things that are fearful. And what happens, what has been happening, is the more times that I step into fear, the more courageous acts that I continue to take, magically, the more confidence I gain. So I think beautifully confidence is getting dirty sometimes, getting messy. I love that. Oh my goodness. Thank you for sharing that. And I, I love that. Even just your, your definition of it is, is great. Uh, thank you so much for being here today with us, Sabrina. Thank you. Absolutely. Oh, listeners, that is the end of our show for today. Um, and to continue your beautifully confident journey, please that check the show notes so that you can contact and connect with um, both Sabrina and I. We would love to hear from you. And I would love to hear your opinion of our show and what you want to hear more of. Are you fed up with feeling exhausted and drained? I was some years ago until I took action to reclaim my confidence. Are you ready to regain your self-assurance and dive into a fulfilling professional journey that you adore? It's time to embrace the perfect blend of self-care and effective time management. Book a strategy call with me on my Beautifully Confident podcast website, where we'll team up 
and design a seamless work-life action plan tailored just for you. Take a peek at my 12-week She Elevates Now program, where we delve into the depths and establish lasting habits that will transform your life. Let's partner up and make magic happen. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Beautifully Confident Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review and share this with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you in your beauty and confidence journey, visit my website at beautifullyconfidentpodcast.com.